I, I, I think we're far enough away now, Advic. Uh, <laughs> oh, looks like Dr. Garland's brought Entity HQ's whole medical wing crashing down around her ears. Ears? Does she even have ears anymore, Dr. Weasel? Ears of corn, maybe. But uh, I think at least we're safe for now. I wonder if Jill's survived under all that rubble. At least, now she's been uh, cut off from sunlight, she uh, probably won't be getting any stronger. Oh, bigger! She looks at least eight foot tall when the building started collapsing. The hell's Dr. Gilbert doing, though? That was a nasty knock she took. Don't worry about Gilbert. She's, uh, just a bit concussed. Hmm. Great way for Garland to show gratitude after all those years of medical care, punching a doctor into the wall like that. Dr. Weasel Advic, what the flaming heck's going on? What's happened to the sick bay? Looks like a right old Charlie Foxtrot. Ah, Sergeant Wilkins, always a pleasure. Can I suggest you organise some sort of containment around the medical wing? There's a rather dangerous patient in there. Not private Peter's gonna hear, is it? If that's got bad enough to take down entire buildings, that really makes you think, don't it? No, it most certainly wasn't Peter's. It's because of that long-term special ward patient. Jill Garland. She's... Well, uh, how would you explain it, Dr. Weasel? To you, very slowly. Um, but Sergeant... It looks like Dr. Garland's had some sort of psychotic break, brought on by years of alien spore-induced mental and physical transformative trauma. Right. It's going to be one of those kind of days. I best get the brigade leader to put on extra strong pot of tea, then. Yorkshire tea, obviously. The Daffodils of Denim 7, looking up continuity fans, continue to be devil entity and their special advisor, Dr. Weasel. Is the floral alien invasion's legacy quashed or merely the beginning of a larger global threat? Will Dr. Weasel and companion Advic Goose be able to resolve this vegetative crisis in Dr. Weasel and the Verdant Horizon, Part 2? You're telling me, Doctor, one disgruntled former patient knocked out Dr. Gilbert and levelled my entire medical ward? If I'd not seen some of the things we've faced, Dr. Weasel, I'd call poppycock on that assertion. To be fair, Brigade Leader, it's one former patient who appears now to be a preternaturally strong hybrid alien plant creature. I recall you saying her mind was affected during the Pottingdale incident, but nothing on this scale, with a physical transformation to boot. Mark my words, this is going to generate a lot of paperwork and a lengthy explanation to the Ministry. I'm not sure they're going to believe me. Surely they only have to see the rubble. You've clearly not had the pleasure of personally briefing the Minister about these sorts of incidents, Advic. And I use the word pleasure loosely. Right, practicalities now, political concerns later. Sergeant Wilkins! Situation report, please. Sir, I've got the medical wing cordoned off. No movement or sounds reported. But we're waiting on the dock here to give us the good word before we move any rubble. What are the risks, Doctor? Break them down for me, please. What exact level of potential threat are we facing here? Dr. Gilbert thought Jill might be infectious, but I'm fairly sceptical. I've always suspected her condition is the result of a unique set of circumstances, rather than some infectious vector. All the same, I'd suggest deploying full NBC containment protocols before we get any closer. Nuclear, biological and chemical. Great Scott, that such an incident could happen right under our noses here at HQ. Be grateful for small mercies, Brigade Leader. Imagine what it would have been like trying to deal with this in a town or city. It's perhaps just as well Entity HQ's a few miles outside of town. Havik does have a point, for once, Brigade Leader. Perhaps I ought to brief the Ministry about quite how imperiled the Earth might be without Entity. No, Doctor. I don't think that's necessary. Not after what happened last time. What? 
All I said was I picture his wife looked a bit like a Spondurian slime beast and suddenly I'm Time Weasel non grata around Whitehall. Begging your pardon, gents, but is the word given to deploy the NBC kit? It is. Carry on, Sergeant, but take every precaution. Sir? And let's all be thankful there's no press around either. This would have been a public relations disaster. Right! Break out the nuke suits, everyone. We're going full hazardous materials protocols. Take that look off your face, Matthews. I know they smell bad. Step lively, Stuart. I'm not wasting breath for the good of my health. Looks like Sergeant Wilkins is handling his new seniority well. Quite. If anything, he's even more a formidable NCO than Sergeant Benetton was. Probably thanks to being exposed to all of this alien nonsense from day one of his service. Possible movement. Stand to, lads. I wouldn't worry, Sergeant. It's probably only rubble settling. The chances of anything still being alive under all those tons of concrete are, by my precise calculations, about one in... One. Oh, Grublox. That gigantic monstrosity? That's Dr. Garland? I thought you said she'd grown a couple of feet. She's got to be over... 50 feet tall now! Don't exaggerate, Brigade Leader. She's no more than 43 feet at most. When I last saw her, she was scraping the ceiling at best. Where do I get the horrible feeling she's still growing? Because, Advec, you've got keen eyesight. She's way taller than those Danabian daffodils, but I guess we have the human-alien hybridization to thank for that. Good Lord, O'Hazel! She's still growing? How badly tall is she going to end up? Give me a few minutes with a piece of paper and a pencil, and I might have a more accurate figure for you. But, uh, off the top of the old time weasel cerebellum, I estimate a couple of hundred? Maybe? That's simply colossal. There's no way we're going to be able to keep this under wraps from the public. Corporal Rygate, Operation Cloak is in effect. I'm declaring a military exclusion zone of 10 miles around the Entity HQ as of this moment. The air feels so good against my flesh. And the sun, the sun feels like pure bliss on every single one of my fronds. But all these concrete structures are canker on nature. They have to be destroyed. Great heavens above! She's flattened the officer's shower block. I left my moustache whack in there. Doctor, I need you to be honest with me here. What kind of threat does Garland here pose? Well, aside from the fact that she's still growing and I'm operating from really limited data, I'd say she could flatten the base in less than 30 minutes. Not on my watch. Right, time to have words with this young lady. Has the brigade leader flipped? He's going to get squished. No, I don't think so. Violent outbursts aside, I'm fairly confident that Garland isn't a danger to sentient life. She's confused. Angry, certainly. But uh, maybe a good stiff talking to from an authority figure might calm her down long enough for us to work out a solution. You mean you could cure her? Don't put words in my mouth, Avic. I really can't promise anything. Now, young lady, that's quite enough. You've injured entity personnel and caused thousands of pounds of damage. I can see you in a bit of a tizzy, and I'm frankly, I understand. But I assure you, I will not stand for any more destructive nonsense. Brigade Leader Archway Badger, in the tiny flesh. I remember you from all those years ago. So commanding, so confident, and so ineffectual. You share the blame for what's happened to me. You knew what was being done at Pottingdale. Actually, I only had a general idea. Professor Thomas reported directly to the Ministry. But I assure you, Dr. Garland, Jill, 
My men and I will do everything we can to set things right. Oh, but Brigade Leader, things are right. My mind has never been clearer of my purpose. I will cleanse the earth of the animal filth which degrade its biosphere and be the herald of a new verdant age stretching across the horizon forever. Jill, please. I want to help you. But you must understand I can't let you endanger other people. The Earth Nation's Terrestrial and Interplanetary Task Force Initiative was set up expressly to deal with threats from beyond. And you think that I am one of those threats to be contained with a few rounds of rifle fire? If I must, I will give the order to open fire, Jill. But only as a last resort. I appeal to you, to all that is human and decent within you. Remain calm. Please take no further action. She's grabbed the brigade leader. Hold fire. Hold fire, I said. Once your words would have meant something to me. But now, like you, little man, they are meaningless. Put me down at once, young lady. Or I'll order Sergeant Wilkins open fire. This is your last and, I'm sorry to say, final warning. You warn me? Fleshy vermin. Your kind is good for only one thing, decaying biomass that will fuel me and my offspring's dominion. So packed with nutrients, but I must have more. Flame now. She's eating the brigade leader like a uniform chew it. Garland's gone full Republic serial villain. Okay, lads, you heard his last command. Open fire! Pitiful creatures, you're barely scratching by bark. The Verdant Age begins now. With the brigade leader crushed to extinction at the mandibles of the gigantic Dr. Garland, can the rest of Entity slow her advance? Will the whole of Great Britain soon resemble an unhorrific allotment? Or can Dr. Weasel germinate the seeds of victory in the Garden of Sudden Defeat? The answer may lay in the soil in Dr. Weasel and the Verdant Horizon, Part 3. Dr. Weasel's a Weasel Tilly Audio Enterprise production starring Randolph Weasel as Dr. Weasel, Killington Goose as Big Goose, and featuring Ed Johnson as Sergeant Wilkins, John Gavacol as the Brigade Leader, and Sarah Meadows as Dr. Jill Garland. <laughs>